Well, you know, we got a riff anyway, so. Uh, you know how it is, man. Yeah, yeah, you know how that goes. You know how it is, making it seem natural. Yeah. <laughs> it's never natural. Everything we say is scripted. Every Literally. sentence. Every single one. Yeah, I do have to keep going back to the... Uh, a text I sent Geo, the Geo screenshot, and then sent back to me. Yeah, that's, literally. That, you guys are psychopaths. You know you have a notes app on your phone, right? Or like a photo. He, he should know. He should know. Like, or, first off. No, Geo, you're fine in this scenario, actually. I've, <laughs> I've realized. Spencer, you, you you could save it to your photos, and then it's in your photos. About to. I'm about to. <laughs> I, I While we're already recording the podcast. Yeah, the, great, uh, great after forethought. one full episode has gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I realized it's great. Good stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was unprepared. Incredible. I'm the most prepared. That is not I true. Geo is the most prepared. Geo is definitely the most prepared. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll see. Let's see. We may have tuckered ourselves out on the last one. I got, hey, man. I, got <laughs> I, I feel I feel loose. I, I I thought it was a great idea actually. To uh, I feel better. Or like you know, I like get loose. I, I thought that would be a better one to start with, just because there's like it's a more unique one than the town. It'll get like, the yeah, juices yeah. flowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I I got. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm juiced right now. I'm like Jose Canseco. Shout out, shout out, Mr. Canseco. Come on, come on. I wish I had a camera, but I am flexing. I promise. Enough said. Oh yeah, hey, why are you the only one? Oh, yeah, dude. What the fuck? I just I'm don't have a camera. Here. Not not all of us are you know living in Dallas and can afford cameras and stuff. <laughs> Right. What do you mean? Geo lives in Dallas and just uh, <laughs> a computer camera. I'll, I'll bleep, every computer. I'll, I'll has bleep it out, Spencer. <laughs> just do. Also, I just edited an episode, and you were very adamant that you don't want people to know like what state we're from, which is, it seems crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know. When we started, I feel like I people were very uh, weird about our privacy. Now I don't care about state, but I don't want to get too specific. Like, so okay. I, I had to stop myself like two or three times from me uh, saying uh, your last name. That's crazy. So I, you, so I kept calling you Mr. Aaron. I feel like they'll figure it out when they when they. I feel like anyone will figure it out when they see that uh, our profile only follows three people, and it's every single <laughs> yeah. one of us. And for that, man? I'm fine. Uh, if they want to do that that little research, it's fine. They they deserve to know two at seconds. that point. <laughs> if anyone wants to stalk us, it takes two seconds. Literally, you go to our Instagram, and then who's the Instagram following? Yeah, so we got we gotta, like, we gotta muddy the trail. You know, we gotta muddy the trail. We follow, follow some more people. <laughs> we we start following guess. like LeBron James and yeah. like, like Lionel Messi. Random. So it's like, hey, that might be us. Yeah. <laughs> Random. Just start following a bunch of other Spencers, Geos, and Aaron's. Like really. Okay, that would be really funny. Yeah, you're never one. you're never to find anyone with my name, bro. My yeah. shit's unique. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never gonna find anybody that spells it wrong. You're right. It spells it correct, like the way that the Bible intended. <laughs> my God intended. My God given name. God in the earth. <laughs> okay. What? What? One thing that is really funny, uh, Spencer. We need to show you this. Uh, this video. Uh, the Quincy Boys. Um, I yes. showed this to Geo. It is one of my fucking favorite videos Quincy I've seen, Boys. dude. It's so fucking funny. It's just so it's these two guys from a podcast called The Yard, and they're uh, they're just basically it's a video of them riffing in Boston, but they're all doing fucking they're doing like a the Boston accent. They're going like, "Hey, this is my mother." Hey, and and like uh, they they do the, the the best bit ever. The best bit 
is when they go, hey, fucking hot, Spotlight was a hit piece. Father Murphy loved the kids. Spotlight? He loved the kids. Yeah, that movie Spotlight? Fucking fast. It's fucking a fucking Father hit Murphy piece. Murphy loves the kids, alright? He wouldn't touch them. He loves the kids. He wouldn't touch the kids. He, he would take them into the room. He'd read to them. He wouldn't know diddling kids. He would get into his car. <laughs> the whole shit. It's, it's such kids. a great video, dude. It's so, it's so fucking funny. Oh man, your, uh, this is a conversation I had with some of my, my friends from, from work the other day. What is like your go-to like YouTube video where it's just like, just, like oh, we'll always bring you joy. Like lately, it's hit, that one. You know. Lately, it's that, that one. one. Honestly, okay. okay. Let, let me like, do some research on when that was uploaded. I have it fucking. I like my go- like probably like go-to one longevity wise is uh when Kevin Hart and Ice Cube went on conan and then they those those two in conan took one of his staff members on uh, her driving test that is like mm. such a fun wholesome 11 minutes uh, uh recently i've been getting really into shane gillis sketches because oh. uh this one where he plays guy fury but if he had ptsd mm. um is it's like one of some of the funniest three minutes out there where he's like um I was in war. I had a traumatic experience. It, it's it's so good. I am the grill sergeant. It's, it's a great bit. It's a great bit. What about you, Gio? You got any like classic oh, YouTube videos that are like your go-to? Oh shit. Uh, damn. I think um, mm. I I wouldn't. This isn't a classic, but this is the first one coming to mind. I think it's the uh, the uh, Max Scherzer uh, celebrating after after uh. I forgot if it was winning the um, the wild card or if it was uh, no, it was the it was his save. Uh, it was whatever game that like his, his save was, okay. uh, and he's just like wasted, shirt off, goggles on, right, and like uh-huh. sh- just champagne and stuff. He's just like whoa, whoa. he's just like he's just like <laughs> I, mean, I, I kind of go back to that every now and then. Uh, that's very related to what my other like all time one is, which and Gio, I know it's yours, one of yours too. Our ass is in the jackpot. Damn, Terry, Terry, Terry. Damn, that's a good one. That's you know, that's yeah, that's one. I think that's definitely one. Listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying. It, dude. It, it's <laughs> like the most quotable two minutes you'll find. Aaron, have you seen this video? That was, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, Ooh, I'm searching oh, in the deep boy, recesses of my brain. Boy, Chase Utley is like the the main guy <gasps> in it. So yeah, Chase. We'll do a little baseball. A little baseball history lesson, then we'll get to our, our movie here. Um, uh, I think it was 2015 NLDS. Chase Utley's on the Dodgers. Um, playoff game, law on the line. Uh, Dodgers got a guy in first. Chase Utley's the guy in first. I hit the ground ball to short. Doss is the second. The Mets are trying to turn a double play. Yep. Chase Utley slides. Dirty slide? Yes. Within the rules at that time? Yes. Yes. Where he takes a very late slide. Doesn't really do his slide as much as he kind of like and goes straight into the guy's legs to like break up the double play. Oh god. It was the guy bends at a weird angle, breaks his leg. <gasps> it was never the same after that. Air cast dri- driven off the field, right? No way. This goes on. Uh Mets Dodgers go on to win the World Series that year. Big big upset. They're a wild card team. Um next season, Dodgers are playing the Mets in New York at City Field. Noah Syndergaard, as of now a Dodger, uh, is on the mound. Height of his career, Chase Elliott comes up to the plate, 
boos the the likes of which you you have never heard before. I mean, they are oh. just going at him, right? Mm-hmm. With Syndergaard, takes the fastball, nicknamed Thor. This is the fastball behind Chase Utley, about 100 miles an hour, right? First pitch, 100 miles an hour, past him. Uh-huh. Umpire immediately gets up, you're out of here, tosses him out of the game. What? Then, yeah, tosses him out the of the game. After the first pitch? Nope. Wait, you said that was the first pitch, right? First pitch of the at-bat, yeah. So yeah, first, yeah, yeah. first inning, um, maybe the second. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets tossed. Um, no warnings are issued. The Mets manager comes out and just goes on the most legendary umpire rant you will ever hear just two mm-hmm. minutes of straight screaming just the most insane things and the umpire is oh. like responding in the weirdest ways and it's all yeah. captured on hot mics it's mm-hmm. amazing it's like yeah. pro- i would say now probably the most referenced baseball video out there for like yeah. probably since it came out like seven no years question. running it's the most referenced baseball no question video. dude no question. How, how could you not be romantic about baseball is all i'm saying literally how can you not be romantic about baseball and how can you not be romantic about Boston? Ladies and gentlemen, mm. our movie for this week, Town. That's right, The Town, Ben Affleck. Uh, I mean, if this isn't his his uh, love letter to Boston, I don't know what is. You know <laughs> what? I'm not going to intro it here. I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Geo, Colin Boy himself. Yo, hit us with that nitro, baby. Oh, I'd be happy to. It's a cocksucker fest today, fellas. We've got a heist movie for the ages. The Town 2010, directed by and starring Mr. Boston Suburbs himself, Ben Affleck, finds us in Charlestown, Boston, where the only two seasons are winter and construction, and the only thing that grows (laughs) is the crime rate. Doug McRae is joined by his best friend. Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Chicka Chicka Jeremy Renner. Their normal routine of robbing banks and doing lines between Halo matches is interrupted when, in a tale as old as time, Affleck falls in love with Claire, the woman him and his crew kidnapped and threatened with rape and torture. Naturally, he begins to stalk her so he can set up a meet-cute at the laundromat and tries the old trigger her PTSD and gaslight her pickup line. (laughs) Only in Boston, folks. Doug finds himself trying to leave his old life of bank robbing hookers and oxies for the new life he dreams of in Tangerine, Florida, where the only thing cheaper than the drinks are the women. But like a bad case of gonorrhea, he just can't shake it. The crew puts together one last job to rob the Cathedral of Boston itself, Fenway Park. But the only green monster waiting for him is Special Agent Luke Cobbs, <coughs> excuse me, John Hamm, a.k.a. Mr. Six Inches, who's hell-bent on seeing our boys locked up and sexually enslaved. Boys, it's a ball in Boston, and I am ready for it. Back to you, Spence. Oh, oh, man. Gio, did you practice that accent? Have you been practicing that? I've only practiced it once. <laughs> I've only practiced it once, and that was with Spence, I think. Actually. That was that was My fucking accent. beautiful. Jesus Christ. I loved it both times, dude. I loved it both times. Mm. Oh, yeah. classic. Yo, thank you for that beautiful summary. Thank you for getting us started here. Uh, yeah. This is a, a Ben Affleck script, a Ben Affleck production, Ben Affleck direction, and a Ben Affleck starring. Uh, I will say this: man crushed it. Uh, he he can he can direct a movie. Uh, I recently, because um, it came out a few months ago, uh, saw Air. His recent, mm-hmm. his most recent directorial effort. Very good. I, I walked out of that theater. Uh, it was like what a like well done 
movie. And it, mm. Gianna, if you did you see Air? I have seen it. it I've seen it now. Beautifully paced, like it is perfectly. Yes. That thing just flies by. Um, oh yeah. And I kind of was thinking about that's the thing that he does so well. As mm-hmm. I think of Air, think of Argo, think of this movie. We're all in that two-hour time frame, and yet yeah. you can watch it, and you'll feel like it's ninety minutes. Like it just like goes right past you. Yeah, and that's a tough skill set to get down. He, oh, yeah. he has it down. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know what? Just uh, that made me think of. I think uh, I, I think of what came together for me: the idea of Ben Affleck as a director uh, coming out of Air, or at least like mm-hmm. watching it on Amazon. It he's kind of like he makes movies that you can take your dad to. You know what I mean? That's what that's yeah. what like I get from his movies. He's he's he makes movies that you can take your dad to. That's and that's why I think he's so good at it is because he's just make he, he's the type of guy he's making movies that he just enjoys that he's that he wants mm-hmm. to watch. That's like him. The town, Argo. I mean, Air. It, these are kind of like these are dad movies. I, I don't know. Like yeah, you know, these are dad movies. Yeah. These are in that realm. You know, it, that's what makes sense for me. These are movies that three generations of men could watch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and all yeah. of them are going to get some out of it. Maybe not the same thing, mind you, but they're going to get some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This also um, leads me to something I want to talk with the group about, because I feel like you and I touched on this, not recently, but at some point in our friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a heist movie. Right? This is a heist movie. Uh I chose this movie because I've recently been on a little bit of a heist movie kick. I was oh. like, oh, I should go back and visit the town. Uh, so I picked it for us to watch. I want to ask uh, my Colin loving doctors here, what is your favorite heist movie? Ooh, Aaron. G- and Geos is the one that I think he's going to say I will flip. You know it is. Laptop. You know it is. Oh, 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 come on. Go ahead, Aaron. I'll let you answer that I'm, one. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, Ocean's Eleven is like, you know, the classic. I mean, but I feel kind of like bad about saying that, um, <laughs> because I feel like that's just like the cop out answer. Um, what What's the one with Ben Stiller that we watched kind of recently? I did no, like that one too. My God. Don't no. say Tower Heist, <laughs> dude. That was the pod if you choose. That, that was one. great, dude. That was a great one. I, I feel like I haven't seen that many heist movies. Honestly, I feel like that's not like my forte. But I did really like that one. I thought it was funny, man. The tower, tower high. Dude, they steal the car, yeah. dude. I they steal the car. I mean, can, I can't. Do, can you do that? I can't steal a car from a building. No, no. Him ben Stiller did it, right? He just ben got those good fingers, man. What can I say? Yeah, he was he, on a hot streak that year. Yeah, yeah. that and and Secret See? Life of Walter Mitten. Mitty. Mitten. Oh, Ben Stiller was. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Eddie Murphy was. It's like, got a great sc- soundtrack. I, mean, I forgot I, Eddie I Murphy was you, in you that. You could call it a hot streak. You know, he's. Ben Stiller, also a very good actor-turned-director. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah, out to Go. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Gio, um, give me your answer. It's going to fill I think Spence already knows it. Uh, we watched it together uh, because it was my idea. It would be Heat, uh, Michael Mann. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Robert De Niro. Wait, what do you think I was? I think I was yeah, I'm curious. I thought you were going to pull Fast Five on me. Oh, I mean, that's, a clo- that's, a, that's, a, oh. that's the third, actually. That's actually number three. <laughs> uh, but no, no. Okay, I, see. Look, uh, see, uh, we're on different wavelengths now. But anyways, yeah. I, I, Heat, uh, Heat, nineteen ninety-five. That's definitely got to be my my uh, number one heist movie. I go to that all the time. That and Miami Vice too. I mean, Michael Mann. He's a director after my own heart for sure. We'll talk about him. I'm sure uh, la- later. He's definitely he's the style over substance guy, <laughs> a director, and that's oh, yeah. literally my entire 
uh, 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 mo. The opposite you know? of Ben Affleck, I would say. You, you think, think he's so? substance over style? You think he's yeah? That's a questionable remark. I, I mean, the we'll, we'll the Bastin style. Much... Yeah, Bastin. You know. He's... Okay. Uh, all right. Well, well, we'll touch on that later when we get into movie specifics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Geo, I story about because you and I, you myself, and our, our good buddy uh, Nick uh, saw. Mm-hmm. I saw it together one night. That's right. Because we we had been at I think a Dodge game and happened to yeah. be talking about it. We still have time, and we're like, "Hey, we should see what's showing at uh, Harkins." Uh huh. And it was Fast Five, and it was just Fast like, this five. is like, amazing, cosmic. Like we have to go see it. Yeah. And right as the movie started, uh, like Paul Walker shows up on this the screen, and Nick leans over to me and goes, "Paul Walker, click it or ticket." <laughs> I, I lost it. Right? Like I like literally laughed so hard and for years it was like man nick is such a funny guy it would always oh, think yeah. of that moment and then that I was, was watching the moment that you want him and then i was watching this show workaholics and in like the third episode adam divine is telling a story about going on a date with a girl to fast and furious and he's like and then i delivered this awesome line i yelled hey paul walker click it or take it <laughs> and oh. i was sitting there i was like no way he like, just told that he like, just betrayed you, you. My fallen idol. I was like, oh my god. My fallen idol? <laughs> to be fair, Nick is still very funny. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's a good kid. He's, he's, he's great. Kid. <laughs> he's, good. he's good cooking. Hey, he's good people. He's good yeah. people. He's good people. He's good people. Yeah, like a lot of the people in, in this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're great well, people. To, to answer the question I posed, uh, I don't think it's a cop out to say it. Ocean's Eleven is far and away my favorite heist movie. Uh, no. Personally, it's in my top 20 of movies. I, I've watched oh, it. Oh. What? Oh, probably that's shocking. That's fair. That's fair. All the time. It's amazing. I, I watched it recently. Like, I, I get so much enjoyment out of it. Um, that's fair. But, hey, you know, that hey, was you a know, fun little question I wanted to go over. Yeah, to each their own. Um, Mr. Tower Heist. Uh, I don't know that you have much mm-hmm. to talk about. Uh, Mr. Tower. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, okay. Yeah. Wait, but before we get too far away from, like, the intro, I know it was a, it was a minute ago, but Geo, great shout to fucking Halo Three, oh yeah! Come oh, on. Come oh on. my god! I, w- I was watching that. I'm like, no way! These fucking hardened criminals are playing Halo Three right now. Xbox. I dude, they they'd get dusted back in the day, dude. Playing All Xbox. I'm saying, playing on <laughs> Xbox Live, bro. Back in the day on the Xbox 360, <laughs> those those guys would have gotten dusted. Oh yeah, hey, no way! Come on, headsets on. I was always the guy with headsets on. Yep, um, headsets on. You got the comms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, every day. I, you know, I would try. I would try to make one of those kids cry every day. Hundred percent. Every day. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yep. 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 Uh, but anyway, uh, just just a little a little side note that I had to bring up before we got too far away from uh, the shout out to Halo in the in the intro. <laughs> well, let's get into what I feel like is about to be a a, a staple of the thirty five millimeter colonoscopy podcast, which is a two on one debate uh, with me as the one. Mm. Uh, why don't you guys tell me why I'm wrong for saying Ben Affleck is the opposite of Michael Mann? Mm, yeah, Aaron, you want to you you want to go? Or you hey, wanna... uh, go uh, ahead. Uh, Geo, th- this one's all you, brother. Oh me? <laughs> oh well, I think Ben Affleck is. Uh, you know, he reminds. He, he's not the opposite of Michael Mann because I think he's trying to be Michael Mann. Uh, the town is kind of like the perfect example. It's basically trying to be Heat, but in Boston. It's like the it's like his version of Heat, but Boston. And I feel like he's more style 
because of I guess going back to like the dad thing, like uh I mean I I wouldn't call him substance because I don't think his mm, I, well the thing is he's not style either. Like have you ever watched a Ben Affleck directed film and been like, Oh, that had a lot of style to it? Yeah, but I feel like that's not like the style that like I'm thinking like it, it style in the sense of like um I guess just like uh what uh his content is. Like what the content of his movies are. Uh and shit. Like uh like even just like the fact of doing like a heist movie in like the ultimate heist movie Boston. You know, that's that sounds like something that you like make up when you're with your boys. Uh, yeah. and, and like a bunch of Boston guys, like, you know, around a couch in their mother's basement. You know what I mean? That's like talking about like, oh man, they should make a movie about like, you know, robbing the banks in, in Boston, man, Charlestown. Whew, that's my, you know, blah, blah. Even Argo is almost like that. It's like, oh man, it's like a, like another thing of that. Or like air. It's just like, yeah. I just want to point out that these three movies that you're using examples of crazy made up movies are all based on true stories. <laughs> that's <laughs> just for the record. Every single one of these happened in real life. Look. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that proves my point. All right, he didn't—he didn't make up these ideas. All right, he was like, "Man, this is cool as fuck." He this just totally—you totally just did a whole so 180, dude. Like, no, that proves like, my fucking point. That is so it doesn't. It does the exact it absolutely opposite. fucking does. Because if he was a substance over style guy, right? If he was a substance over style guy, he would be. In the trenches, he'd be doing all all of this like work on the script or whatever. Like blah blah. blah. These are this sounds like he was it was laid out. Wrote the script on a silver fucking platter. It, co-wrote first off. Co-wrote. <laughs> oh, <come> okay. <laughs> co-wrote. We don't know how much work either we're putting in. Dude, you know I, you know it's you... really funny that what that reminded me of. Uh, okay, I I know I'm I'm reaching here. Have you guys ever seen the Family Guy clip about the writing of Goodwill Hunting? What? And it and <laughs> no. it's like. I, I've never seen the actual episode. It's a similar thing where I was in the I was in the fucking YouTube vortex for Family Guy oh, yeah. clips, yeah. and oh, yeah. uh, and I saw a clip where it was it was Matt Damon and or, and he, he he was like he's typing on like a like a computer right and he's like uh-huh. done Goodwill Hunting by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck from the couch drinking a beer goes, hey uh, can you put my name on that one. <laughs> and that was the and I, I if I remember correctly that was the end of the scene, but I I just I, I don't know why that, what Spencer just said reminded me of that and I I couldn't I couldn't get that out of my head. Well, let's. I, will, we'll, I don't want to go too deep into this and spend all our time on this one debate. Um, so we'll, we'll do a pivot here. Um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck they're they're trending a little bit more. In the film community, right online, yeah. because they're, they had a movie come out recently. And it's made me like like the interviews I've been watching with them have made me like both of them more. Um, mm. It's kind of their approach and also like their genuine friendship. Like, Matt Damon telling all these stories of times on film sets, and some of them like are not movies he's in. He just goes and he's like, "Ben, oh, Ben's making a movie. I'll go and check that out." Mm. Uh, he tells a story about um, Gone Girl and like. The story is not about Ben Affleck. It's about David Fincher and how crazy talented of a director David Fincher is. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's just going down to watch his buddy work. Like he, he mm-hmm. he's not a producer. He has nothing to do with this movie, but he's done that on multiple occasions. Uh, and Ben Affleck has done that with him, um, where they'll just go to like each other's movies and like watch and see how their their boys doing. Um, I like that though because I feel like I would I do that it. to you. Yeah, like if you were yeah. making a movie, yeah. I'd be like, nah, fuck it, let's go down and see what Spence is up to. Yeah, yeah, and for uh, for air they start they 
decided to start working together again. It may have been for the last, it was for the last till this decided to start working together mm-hmm. again. Uh, because they were like, Matt was over at Ben's for dinner and now it's time like about this book. And then Ben read it and called him the next day. He was like, we need to write this together. Um, and they, they had an interview where they were asked like the biggest regret of their career. And they're like, we wish that we not take that gap. They were always friends, but they took a gap because they didn't want to yeah. be known as like the guys that are always working together. So they took like yeah. a 15 year gap for making movies together. They're like, we should have just done what we wanted to do, which was like write and act together. Dude, it's like that. It's like that picture of like the guys in the hot tub where they're sitting like as far as possible away from each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Classic. Three feet apart because we're not gay. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Couldn't remember the line, but yeah, we get. I thought there's anything wrong with that. that. There's anything wrong with that. that. There's anything wrong with that. All right. (laughs) You know, like you know what? It's kind of like. It's kind of like uh, Jeremy Renner's and Ben Affleck's relationship in this one, you know, because like it's just like two best friends, <laughs> brothers, basically, you know what I mean? And they're kind of just like doing, they're just like watching each other's backs, you know. I think everyone needs uh, uh, a Matt Damon and a and a Jeremy Renner in their life, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Wait, wait I, which one? I, which one of us is your uh, is your Jeremy Renner, Gio? Let's, let's oh, find out. Oh, is my Jeremy Renner? Who's your Jeremy, who's your Jeremy Renner? Renner? Who's your Matt Damon? Who's your Matt Damon? Who's your Jeremy Renner? Oh, okay. I feel like, well, I think it's got to be Jeremy Renner, Aaron, yep. and then Damon uh, Spence. Just because, yep. like, you know, Aaron's, it, like, going to be the one to come in. You know, I just, I just tell him, yeah, we're going to beat some people up. You know, you can never ask me about it again, and we're going to hurt some people. I'm a, I'm 100% doing that. Yep. <laughs> me and Gio are rolling Gio, out. Yeah. Gio, if you came to me with that request, like, uh, if I said yes, we're, we're losing that fight. Like, yeah, I, no. You would come in, and I would be like, <laughs> "I'm not the guy you want." Just for the way I love you, but you're like, bad things will happen to I us. Think this is not, yeah, this is not gonna work. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. I'll make some calls for you. I'll set you up with some people. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not the guy. I'll make connections. You know, I'll network with yeah. you. But yeah, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I think what I Ben Affleck as a director is very, I, I feel like, very technically proficient. He mm. does a very good job in that sense. Well, he's not like a hyper stylist guy. Like he, he's not a an Anderson or a Fincher or a Tarantino where you can just walk, turn on the movie. You're like, oh, I know who directed this. Yeah. Um, he does have the the techniques down. And I wrote down one of the things I loved in the very beginning was uh, how they were cutting in the uh, opening bank robbing scene. Ooh, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't just they were cutting. Like we've seen the the cutting between you know what's going on, the maybe security fam security mm. cam. That's yeah. not new. The way they were doing it where they're, you know, cutting between actual and security cam, but when they cut to security cam, it was in silence. Yeah. That did such an amazing job of, like, raising tension. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. They did it in, in, in that scene and in the um, scene where he, he's having, like, the lunch date with um, with uh, Rebecca Hall. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner shows up. Yep. Like, yeah. The way they built up tension in that Ooh. scene was just immaculate. Yeah. And that's very difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah. They knocked out of the park. Yeah. I had the same exact note about that opening sequence. I just loved that, like, that silent video. And then the thing that enhanced it even more is that whenever they cut back to, like, the real action, they would always cut on a, on like a bang. On, like, you know, say that guy hit someone sure. or, like, you know, like another yeah. bang. They would always cut in on a loud bang. So, it like, it, like, jolted you back in. It was, like, really great. It built that tension, like you said. Mm hmm. There was also in that lunch scene, uh, a, just an amazing shout out to the TV show Bones. 
which I had to bring at least Aaron's attention. Yeah. Uh, Based off my father. I mean, yeah. <laughs> bones. Yeah. Is that what you call yeah. bones? No. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, you guys. You guys want to know the lore? Okay. I want to. Uh, please. Yeah. Okay. I, I've I've thought about this for years about whether or not it's actually true. It's 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 actually true. It, it's it's yeah. extremely true. Okay. Context? So so context. My dad, right, used to be a forensic archaeologist for uh, the corner office in uh, L.A. Okay. Okay. So uh, there. Um, <clears throat> uh, so okay. Let, let me get this out of the way first. The name Bones is from him working in construction after that. And everyone asked him what he did before, you know, archaeologist. And then they go, what the fuck is an archaeologist? He goes, and they work with bones and stuff. And so then on, everyone calls him Bones. He, uh, he even mm. has a, a, a Ducks jersey with bones written across the back. Oh, fucking, nice. fucking Fucking legendary. That's hard. Um, so um, the, the context of that is that the Bones TV show is a, a show about a forensic ar- uh, anthropologist uh, who oh, works uh, for uh, the corners, like you know. And I don't know if it's specifically LA. I've never seen the show. The show, yeah. but one of my dad's colleagues was one of um, the people on the show that gave them like that that like fact checked their anthropology stuff like on set and made yeah. sure that they were doing everything by the book and actually made it look realistic. So oh shit, yeah. So Whoa. the the running joke is that that show is based off of my dad's life. Uh, but, Damn. Yeah. And Spencer's never though. Spencer's never believed me a I day in my it. life. Spencer's never no, no, believed no, no, me. Time out. Time out. No, 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 there's no time out. You've always said that I was wrong. No, can I explain? Okay, can I go explain for it. Go for where it. our disconnect is here. Explain you your told lies. Me this, you told me this when we were like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. What you told me when we were young was that the show was based off of him. Okay. Obviously, I was being hyperbolic to be funny. Okay, right right now I'm telling the real story because this is like in public record and I don't want to like yeah, and the real story I hear that I'm like no, no, that checks out that makes ah, sense. you're still lying <laughs> right now, you're, you're still kids, you're still you're against like, me <laughs> no, we were kids you're like you know the show bones I was like yeah I've heard it. You're like, based off my dad why they call bones Unprovoked. Unprovoked. <laughs> yeah, me and Spencer walking to to Nono's Pizza after fucking school. <laughs> oh, shout out to Nono's. Shout out Nono's Pizza. The student brother. special. And the student special, you get two slices, two slices of premium pizza, and one soda. Two slices of za, and you get a can of can of Pepsi from their fridge. All right, I don't know. About, I wasn't getting Pepsi. I was getting mug root beer like an adult. But all right, <laughs> mug. Getting mug root beer like a goddamn American. That's what I was doing. Yeah, goddamn right. But yeah, that show completely based off of my father. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> we can move on. But don't fact check it. Yeah, don't fact. No. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to look it up. Yeah, they. Yeah, no. They. they I think they were drinking more than mugs uh, in this one. Uh, Shirley Temple, extra Shirley. Catch <laughs> my drift. Right. Oh, that was funny. That was a good scene. Virgin <laughs> I, dude, at, yeah. being like the person at a, a, I was very recently the person at the party that wasn't drinking. Geo, you remember yes. this? Uh, yes. We, we had a we had a party for our be- for our, our good buddy Ian's birthday, right? And it's a, it was it was so I'll explain the context. It was Harry Potter themed, right? And mm. when you get there, you have to spin a wheel. And when you get the wheel, do you just wait, wait, wait? Did you just groan when I said Harry Potter? <laughs> hold on, the, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. Fifteen second delay. Hold up. Is... <laughs> hold up. I'll get back to the story. But Spencer, I once asked him, "Hey, what what do you want me to put in like as your contact?" Uh, because I was like, "Oh, yeah, I don't want to just put in Spencer. It's lame." We first started to become friends in high school. And and what what did he tell me? He said Spencer Potterhead. 
because he loved Harry Potter that much. And anyway, wow. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna. I give never, you a, I'm not gonna. Asked for that. I'm not gonna be. A, I'm not even gonna give you a chance to rebuttal. I'm gonna continue to tell my story. You just okay. Put it. So why would I? So, <laughs> I would have wanted you to put my name. You just put Spencer Potter, and you kept that for like seven years. I think it's still that Potterhead. Wait, let, I have to check. I have to check. Hold on, hold on. I if never. It, I never Phil time. Phil time. Phil time. That is. Phil time. Yep. So still, still Spencer Potter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so Harry Potter themed. Okay. So Harry Potter themed. Um, we um, so we you get there, you get sorted into a house by spinning spinning a wheel. Every drink that you complete is like one point for your house, right? So mm-hmm. and then you stack the cups. I had to drive. I had to drive me and my girlfriend home after. You know, I, I had to be. I had work the next day. I'm, you know, uh, I was the DD, and so and my girlfriend doesn't really drink, so neither of us were really drinking. But mm-hmm. everyone on my team the whole time was like. Uh, fuck are you drinking blah, 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 blah. and i'm like dude so yeah let me tell you that that's real that uh let, let me order you shirley temple <laughs> yeah it's tough it's, it's tough. All, all the real. boys are drinking you know in that bar let's talk about that bar scene because there was a lot going on not only was blake lively in the scene true, right, true. That's, that's number one mm. yeah but he was flirting Talking about like oh let's go back do like do oxy's like blah blah this whole time that he's flirting I don't know if you guys noticed the what you say song was playing yeah. in the background yeah like that yeah I mm, heard that what yeah. you say no it was not oh, many, 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 many. yeah from that fucking uh from that one uh, skit that SNL skit whatever like that famous one <laughs> yeah it, it was like uh it was fucking uh it was uh it was playing that whole what time the like fuck? the perfect backdrop to Ben Affleck just like romancing slash flirting with this uh just drug drug addict and then she steals his semen afterwards you know shout out right <laughs> <laughs> tell me that was it just like okay tell me okay and the, tell me that sex scene wasn't like the entire vibe just her stealing his semen like that whole like it was just there was obviously like no love obviously it was supposed to be like that but that entire the entire vibe i got from that was just him was just her like stealing his semen Am I wrong? It felt like a, a a man who had just given up on his defenses. <laughs> who was like, just like, whatever, we'll just, we'll just do it. Can, can I also bring up the- something in that scene? Is the editing was so bad, right? Did anyone catch that? The editing in the sex scene specifically? <laughs> it was fucking it was, atrocious. It was a little jumpy. It was, it was jumpy. the jump cuts were... There was one jump cut where I was like, all right, come on now. You, you, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking, <laughs> you're yanking my leg. You're, he's it's being indulgent. Yeah, being it, you guys are. You guys need to like think about this real quick. Um, but yeah, the, the jump cut. There was a few scenes where, like, the the jump cutting was was real bad, real bad. Hey, he he knows how to make an action scene. Doesn't know how to make a. Love That's scene, what I'm right? saying. So I'm saying the action scenes all edited perfectly, all beautiful. Like I, I liked the editing for like the most part in the movie. Uh, just there was like a few scenes. Where I was like, okay, guys, what what what's going on here? <laughs> there was one one shot in particular I wrote down because it just made me like very upset that it was in there because uh, it was in the intro, which was so well done. But after like the beautifully well done intro, they did a sped up drone shot through Boston, mm. not really through Boston, but over like kind of like the river to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. I hate the sped up drone shot. It it's I don't think it should ever be in a movie yeah it's, it's so yeah. much like a like a montage for something else like you're watching like 
if you're watching like a, a Knicks game and they do like yeah. that of New York, Stock image, like the, you know? it would it makes sense. It's so like B roll footagey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hate it. And when and I saw that, I was yeah. like, very disappointed. Yeah. yeah, especially in a city like Boston, where like the the best thing to look oh, at yeah. is is the bridge and then the fake Washington Monument that they have. I don't even know what's. Yeah, called. it's a it's a city that you all the shots of that city should be ground level because yeah. it's a very like intimate. Old architecture, historical city. Yeah, you should not be doing any skyscraper shots whatsoever, mm-hmm. unless I'm it's sorry. Fenway. Hey, unless it's Fenway Park, you know. Hey. Unless it's the Park. Park. You're making Ted too. Come on. Hey, come on, come on. We're making, you know? <laughs> making Ted. Got fucking Ben and Jerry's over there. <laughs> oh God, Jesus. What was that? A line. I I know, I know. Uh, dude, fucking. Uh, speaking of lines, um, I I. I'm blanking on the scene, but I just have this written down in my notes. Uh, it's a. Uh, it says, uh, "quote I know your father." End quote. And then, and then somebody responds to, uh, responds to that with "me too," and I, and and all I wrote after that was "fucking killed me." I don't remember when what? that scene was. I don't remember when that scene was. I can't. I can't place it right now. But I do remember the line, and I do remember laughing really fucking hard at that. I think I want to say it was the florist scene. Like the like the, uh, but, ah, fuck, I don't know. Fucking maybe. Uh, no, I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember fuck. that line and it fucking murdered me, dude. That line was so I funny. I know your father. I will say, me yeah. too. <laughs> it's like what? What the fuck are you talking about? What? On the topic of of lines that I loved, I had two written down. They were both towards the end. Uh-huh. One was uh the the actual real like security guard being like. You boys see all right when they had the, the shades on indoors. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when like they're like making a very clear false accusation, the guy's like, "Oh, maybe you guys can't see because you're like that whole concept." Uh, yeah. And then the pounding on the door. Linda's wants you to open the door. That one I really enjoyed as well. Yeah, yeah. No, there was so there was so many great lines, but I I think another thing that made it for me too was just the costumes. I think specifically from Jeremy Renner, uh, just like he wears that Puma tracksuit like a second skin, you know. It's just like, <laughs> and the whole Slim Shady vibe that he's going, they're going with, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. and like the the chain, the fucking like those those uh, frameless glasses uh, or whatever, like the the whole vibe that they gave him that character was was hilarious yeah, to me. I, I had a similar note uh, on crazy with the Boston sports merch. Yeah. Uh, which I, I appreciate the authenticity, especially because coming from a Bostonian like Ben Affleck. Yeah. It was where I got a little, I was like, we're trying a little too hard here because there's three consecutive scenes where it goes to him wearing uh, Red Sox, Celtics, and then Bruins. So three different, Jesus. three different sports in consecutive scenes. I was like, look, like if you had spread this out a little bit more, I think that would have been that much more sense. It, it, yeah. felt, it felt a little forced, if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, like. You know, we're, we're G and I are huge Dodger fans. Um, for, also follow the Lakers. Yeah, I don't wear articles of their clothing every single day of my life. Yeah, uh, should though. You yeah. know. So what was that, Aaron? You should though. Maybe you should. Maybe you'd be a better fan. I mean, I the Dodger <laughs> stuff works well okay. with my eyes. I'll, I'll be okay. Honest. That's I, true. I, Mr. That's true. Mister Umpire Hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Claims to be a White Sox fan. Can't name one. Not true. Paul Canerco. Retired in 2012. <laughs> the best first baseman of all time. I will say, by the way, boys, I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. I have now seen 
Uh, I'm about to when I'm in Seattle next week. It'll be my 19th Major League Baseball oh, stadium. I love about that. Two thirds of the way there. Damn. I can say unequivocally, without a doubt, that the White Sox stadium is the worst. worst That's just not true. The U.S. Cellular Field, South Chicago. <laughs> uh, it's actually guaranteed rate field now. Yeah. Um, they got bought <laughs> guaranteed out by another, rate. Yeah. Field? Guaranteed rate. They got still got the lollipops. Mid tier. Nobody cares about company. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> the stadium sucks. It's awful. It, not trash. A, it's horrible. I'm an American. I don't have to change my mind. <laughs> Look, as an American, you have the right to be wrong. Damn right, I do. You are. That's right. You are in this scenario. But not That's to right. me, though. But not to me. That's right. I'm right in my mind. Look, I'm going to take you to that stadium. You're going to see all. You're bad not going to take me. I, I'm never going to go. I'm going to say this for the rest of our lives. I'm going to die never seeing the stadium. <laughs> just so so to go see Wrigley. Dude, you're, you're not going to go see Wrigley. Wrigley's amazing. Unless Paul Canerica is there. No. Uh, yeah. Chicago's a great city. I was in Chicago a few months ago. Great city. Amazing city. Truly. Truly. Never been. Yeah. We're basically like locals. You know? I hear it's pretty windy out there. Yeah, it's a little. You guys know that Windy City, Chicago, near the name Windy City, never had anything to do with actual wind. It was a... Uh, from what? a political cartoon about uh, politicians blowing hot wind out of their mouths because they were lying so much. Oh, shit. No that's way. That, that kind of goes hard. That's that's actually actually like that. That's a great origin story for a name. Is it yeah. even windy yeah. there? I feel like I've been lied to. It is. It, it is actually oh, very windy because okay. it's right fine. off the Great Lake. So it is oh, very yeah, yeah. windy. Um, that's not the actual origin of it. Yeah, both are true. Both are true. Yeah. Yeah, no. But it's I feel Boston's, like, you know, yeah. like the, like the, that kind of made me think like the, um, the, um, like the sport, like where, like the 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 choice of like apparel, right? You said like the like wearing like yeah. three consecutive teams, right? That feels mm-hmm. like almost like going back to like the first debate, almost like a Ben Affleck move. Yeah, it, it, there's some mm. there's certain things that caught me in here. Where it was like, it, like they they felt like a Ben Affleck move. Like you know what? In the beginning, I wrote down uh like secret meeting at a fucking abandoned hockey rink. That <laughs> it's that was like oh Ben Affleck move. That that felt like a Ben Affleck move. Like I know, I get it. Kind of sets up like the whole thing. Like at the end, like oh, I'll give the money to the kids. So the like, ending, well, yeah, yeah. But like I feel like also like that. Like it's like another one of those ideas that like I can see getting made up in like a, a, again in like a basement circle of chairs. You know, a bunch of guys drinking beers. Like oh, let's make a high school movie about Boston. Oh, you know what? And they have their secret meetings in an abandoned hockey rink. Oh, <laughs> Mark, Mark, you got it. Oh shit, write that down. You know? It oh, also it also it can't be that abandoned because that woman knew about it like instantly when he brought it up. Yeah, so it's it's obviously not a very secret location. Yeah, no. Um, but I will say, uh, stacked cast. But there's an actor in here I want to point out because whenever I I've never once seen not seen him give a great performance. Mm. And that is John Hamm. That man John Hamm comes to play every single time. Drama, comedy, anything in between. A little thing. The year after this is when he pulls up in the supporting role in uh, *Bridesmaids*. He just crushes Wait. it in like a oh comedy, yeah, like a pure straight comedy. Yeah. Damn. No shit. Yeah, he's been in the game a minute now. I oh, forget seriously? about him. Seriously, he's yeah, been he... around for like he's a he was great in TV. He, what I love about John Hamm. Is that like he? There's nothing he's above. Like he'll show up on a show, and give a super brief cameo, like not as himself, but like play a character in a super small role. Yeah. And then that would be it. But he does it because he just thinks it's really funny. Like he's like, oh, it's a yeah. great role. Yeah. Um, he played uh, played Larry David in Curb. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's Larry what? David and Curb. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. on uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as the Reverend. Uh, he was on 30 Rock as the Dumb Doctor. Like, yeah. he's always <laughs> popping in. Oh, dude, he's in Parks and Rec. Aaron. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. Who's he in Parks and Rec? He's in season seven of Parks yeah. and Rec. Uh, that explains it. it yeah, it, it, I think it's. Um, he plays like a. Literally, it's like a one scene cameo, but it's like uh, the the dumb intern almost. But he's still like in his thirties because he's John Hamm. Yeah, uh, it's. I slightly I remember like, that. He, I just never watched that yeah. season because it's bad. <laughs> Not that bad of a season. Oh come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and this one as like the kind of like super like super straight no nonsense cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is like most of his scenes are pretty heavy. He, yeah, he's perfect in all of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I wanted to give him his shout out. And speaking of shout outs, it is time to turn it over to Doctor Aaron. It's slap shot time. Oh yeah, it's slap shot time. I'm gonna put in a slap shot sound effect there. I, I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start adding that. Do it. <sighs> yeah, we're good. Okay, please do. It. do. <laughs> um okay so i for this movie it was a little bit harder i did i had something in mind uh it's not really like a, a shot it's more like a like a sequence of shots um okay. i did really like the 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 way that the scene where jeremy reiner shows up to their date right mm. and mm. and the tension in the scene is built because his tattoo is out obviously and that's a oh. big like plot point in the movie is she saw the tattoo she would recognize that, you know, Jeremy Reiner was one of the guys that robbed him, you know, that type of deal. I really like the sequence, though, where Ben Affleck finally gets up to, like, like give him that, like, you know, like, dab him up. Yeah, that... And, uh, yeah. And, he, and he immediately grabbed his neck, and I, and I just like how, like, the cuts worked around that. I liked how they shot it um, to, like, show how he was hiding it, but, like, also show that it wasn't super obvious in the actual scene. Yeah. Um, I think they just did a really good job with the shot composition there, the editing uh, that went along with it. I I, I really like that scene, I, yeah. I, and I think that leads to another thing that I uh, that I liked about this movie is tension. They they were really really good at building tension. Spencer, I think you mentioned something about this earlier, but like uh, for a lot of movies, I feel like that's a really hard point to hit. Of like, oh, we we need to build tension in this scene, and a lot of movies mm-hmm. just do it like they'll they'll do it some cheap way by like adding a someone holding a gun into a scene you don't need to always do that you know like you don't need yeah. you don't need to like fucking have it the highest stakes in the world it's just like yeah oh shit she's gonna see the, mm-hmm. his tattoo oh god like yeah. fuck, fucking i need to figure something out yeah. immediately yeah you know the the most tense scene in this heist movie that has three different heist is a lunch date yeah yeah which Literally. tells yeah, you a lot I say that in a very good way, not a very bad way. And I think that that shot you chose is a perfect example of a shot that amounts to like two seconds of film. Probably takes like at least an hour to get. Because you're talking about like multiple oh, yeah. angles, getting it multiple times, yeah. resetting positions, all for like the quick, 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 like yeah. the, the quick cuts. Yep. Um, that, that doesn't like not that any of us are filmmakers, but like you know we we make hey, stuff well. for fun. Whoa! Let's not get crazy. Independent. Independent. Yeah, and you know, in the course of like trying to make a five-minute video for something, like it taking days to shoot because yep. 
obviously we're a significant disadvantage of having to use like one dslr camera um shout out shout out the t6i rebel uh yeah the goat uh but you know i think if you're just a very casual person it's like oh what should we do for like friday night date night go see a movie uh and that's the perfect thing of like yeah it takes like half a day to get that shot when you get it right and you get all the shots you put together that seamlessly Mm mm-hmm yeah. As as my colleague Dr. Gio likes to say, it's a chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, truly, 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 yeah. truly. Yeah, you know, and I feel like uh, going to that. I feel like almost like the least tense, like I guess like fight sequence, uh, for me, would have to be the uh, the Fenway Park, the whole Fenway Park thing. Like I, mm. I actually like I not and that, that isn't like say like it was bad or anything like that because uh, I actually really enjoyed that part. But it's kind of like, uh, like okay, in like the in the dinner or like in the lunch part you know the stakes like it, he's got that tattoo she knows like what the tattoo look, he knows that he's got it like blah, blah blah there's like stakes to it and yeah whatever like like blah 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 and uh but in that in that last one i feel like kind of going into it the audience at, at this point kind of figures like well this isn't gonna go right like obviously like, you know like stuff's gonna happen or like someone's gonna die like I, I feel like it was like almost like less stakes i did enjoy like the sequence with the florist though i thought like because uh, that guy, I forgot, I, I, I'm forgetting what his name was. I didn't write it down, but um, he was in uh, Romeo plus Juliet too. Shout out, and, shout uh, out one of Gio's favorites. Yeah, no, literally, yeah, that's, that's where I immediately recognized him. But he he was great. Like he he, I thought like he delivered his lines like really well, and it just like felt like oh like pretty pretty sick. Like oh damn, he's gone by the balls. Like you know, he's like really, and he's like telling him this like this shit about his like dad or whatever his mom. It was like it was really cool. And then they go into like the Fenway Park sequence, and like I don't know, I feel like like. Like, I don't know. It, it it doesn't. I'm not trying to say like to be like above it or anything, but I feel like you can't figure like oh it's gonna go wrong. Like oh like blah blah, blah someone's gonna die. Like stuff like that. You know. I feel like it was like less stakes. Like you know something's gonna go down. Yeah, I would say that like I probably agree with that. Like uh, it doesn't have the the subtle, like, masterfully crafted tension that other scenes did. Um, it, it's it would be an example of like a very well executed kind of shootout scene that you really enjoy it's fun that it's in Fenway Park like yeah I, I really, that's great I really enjoyed that um <clears throat> you got the Jeremy Renner character going out in a very fitting good way for his character yeah um as far as the Ben Affleck escape you know I think her saying it over the phone uh there was nothing I thought very special or unique in that writing what I did really love in the final scene um was yeah, go fuck yourself note on the Oh yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> and then when he hands it off to the lawyer, he's like, this is for you. Uh, yeah. I, that was like a, I really enjoyed that. But, yeah, you know, in terms of how, how that whole ending was structured, um, uh, you know, it's a thing of like, well done, but nothing that's really gonna, you don't really remember that very well. There's yeah. Nothing yeah. really stands out about it. I will say, um, this this movie is based on a book. Um, which is based on a true story. Mm. Uh, and that's not how it goes down in the book. Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Fill, fill us in. in. In the book, Ben Affleck's character gets shot at that shootout, <gasps> and he goes to the girlfriend's house, and he dies in her arms. Damn. That would have been so fucking harder, because it's crazy. I have the, I have this note, man. That, that's crazy, because I was like, it was like a pleasant enough ending, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But it feel like it it left something to be desired, like for sure. Like it wasn't a satisfying. Yeah, ending. 
It definitely they, was, they it was shot, anything but satisfying. They shot that. Now I so Ben Affleck shot that scene. They made it, um, and they screened it for audiences, and the audiences didn't really like it. I don't. Yeah, what I didn't find any. For, yeah, I didn't find any info on whether or not on which one Ben Affleck preferred, or if he was kind of like forced into it. Because uh, this this is pre Argo, remember? So he doesn't yeah, have. Yeah, he doesn't have someone. He doesn't have the clout that he would have cool. now. Yeah. On the in the director's chair, um, so it could have been a situation where the studio kind of forced his hand because they bad focus group scores i don't know but there was an actual and like a different ending that was that was shot that damn that probably leave more of an impact that's crazy yeah no absolutely i I thought i was like really thinking that because i was like man that was another one of those things that to me it actually felt like a ben affleck move it kind of like felt like you know like like if you're like a kid (laughs) you're making up like a like a movie and you want to like give like you thinking that you're the protagonist right you're a kid and you want to get you like you think like, oh like i'm badass like blah, blah blah and then you know at the end he gets away with it and like he goes and like lives uh, like on a on a river like in a shack you know type of thing it felt like one of those like it just felt like a yeah like okay like i guess you know like, i don't know like i mean going back to heat i guess like they go out in a shootout like it's like i mean i guess yeah like the 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 audience is rooting for the de niro character or whatever but like it's more satisfying. It's more like climactic that he dies like in the end in like in, in such a fashion. And like same thing with this. I, I like think it would worked been... way better. The ending that you yeah. just said, Spencer, like are like I haven't even seen the damn scene and I think it would be better. Yeah. And he could have still done like the go fuck yourself like little note. Too. Yeah. Like that would be nice. You know, maybe somehow, like, you know, it gets mailed to him or some shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I think and to kind of kick yourself into our, our overall closing thoughts here. It maybe the heist story side of it was more like very well done, but not new, right? Mm-hmm. But I did yeah. enjoy how they kind of weaved in those personal entanglements, Affleck and the girl, how that coincides with Affleck and Jeremy Renner. Um, the kind of like FBI leaning on her, she's a victim, and the FBI leans on her to get their guy, yeah, uh, like the. I almost thought that the the relationship side of it was was more of the story strength and the high side of it, and mm. the high side of it is maybe the more where you're seeing kind of like the the technical skill mm. of like Ben Affleck and his team that was behind the camera. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know they they didn't hit it out of the park on. It's not like they the heist was great story, angry execution, and then the relationship side was great story, great execution. Uh, they they weren't four for four. They were like three for four. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, overall, like, you know, if I'm getting my, I still really enjoyed it overall. Yeah, um, it's my my second viewing, I think, in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I see myself going for a third. I feel like it fits in that category of like maybe none of us would choose it at a get together. Somebody yeah. else chooses it. You're not like putting up a fight. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it definitely fits into that category. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do this. Uh, who do I want to go first, Gio or Aaron? Let's say. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron. I think I went. Aaron. First. Uh, I don't know. Gio kind of helped you on that one, Spencer. I don't know if you. Could yeah, yeah, my man. I was about to say. I just. I'm used to like talking. <laughs> no it's all good um yeah so um one more note i had like before i get into like the real final uh, please do, please do. um uh, something i've noticed in fucking movies um i'm not like a like a guy that's like super into tattoos or anything but 
they they need to stop like putting on fake color tattoos in movies. They're, just stick uh-huh. to black. Stick to black. It looks so much yeah. better. It doesn't look like fucking they've had it on them for like a hundred and fifty years. Yeah. Like the 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 color tattoos, like they just don't look good. Uh, I'm glad you agree, Gio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. But but yeah, I noticed that a bunch in this. They 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 looked like garbage. Somebody had blue tattoos, and it literally looked like they had had them for like like 600 years on that skin. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, my my favorite part of this movie is 100 percent their ability to build tension uh, in scenes. And I think Spencer put it perfectly when he said that in this heist movie, the most tense scene is a dinner date or a lunch date or whatever it was. Like I, I think that's that that's really the strength of this movie. Um, I think it does like fall flat with like some of the editing. Uh, not all of it was bad. I think like the the um, like the heists themselves were really well put together, like technically speaking. But I don't think the rest of the movie stands out that much, uh, save for a few different scenes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, this isn't particularly my cup of tea. It didn't like super captivate me or anything. I just, I, I did like the Boston shit. I, I, I don't know why I find Boston really funny right now. Like I said in the, about that video in the beginning, that video is uh, like feeling my Boston. Uh, and also this, this movie does follow, fall under the category of movies that reference Skype as a, uh, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. a fucking like blackberries, uh, baby. Yeah. Black, yeah. yeah. Blackberries, like the early 2000s shit. That's just like completely irrelevant and no one will ever get again. Except for our generation, maybe like, maybe the generation after us or before us, I, who knows? Um, but yeah, overall, I think it was a good movie, not a great movie. Um, I would have to give it like a solid like, like. I feel like if I were to rate this movie subjectively, it'd be like a seven out of ten. But I feel like being subjective is lame in this sense, so I'll give it a six point five. Because I, I just and don't think it, it was my think particular you, cup of tea. I think you, think you confuse subjective and objective. Whatever. It, whatever it makes me <laughs> whatever makes me sound right there is what I'll go with. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess like uh, I guess I would just be reiter- reiterating a lot. Um, yeah, I did enjoy uh, the tension that it was able to build up with like the high scenes. Uh, those are no question my favorite part. I think the opening was actually my favorite part overall that and uh I did enjoy all of the uh, all of the one-liners, all the funny one-liners. I think every line that came out of John Hamm's mouth, I loved. Uh, I think I want to highlight before getting out. Uh, I want. I don't want it to go unmentioned. Uh, he said, "Now you're like a half-off sale at Big and Tall. Every guard is in line." You know, I, I thought that was just comedy when he was interrogating him. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he was hot. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Everything. Yeah, uh, every one of his lines, I think I thought was pretty funny. I think uh, one. Um, one hard sell for me was Ben Affleck's, uh, I guess, writing or whatever his lines. He, he's like, I, I, I thought to myself, you give these lines to anybody else, he sounds like fucking Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver. You know, he sounds like a fucking creep. Like he's talking the way he's like talking mm. to the girl or whatever. Like he, he like goes into his Batman voice at one point. Like it's like <laughs> it's like weird. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I just couldn't shake it. It was like it was just the, the weirdest way to talk. Uh, to another human being, uh, I thought uh, at least like with with his uh, scenes with the girl uh, or whatever. The other the rest were were fine, but but yeah, again like those those points of tension were the highlights for me. And I thought it was just like I love it for what it is, for what it is. It's just like a good time, uh, like we talked about. Like he kind of makes movies like you can take for your, with, to see with your dad. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a fun time. Uh, it's not like I guess like the best movie. It's no good. Not gonna be anyone's like top 
top lists, I think. But um, it's like it's just like a great time. It doesn't need. I don't think it needs needed to be like the best movie ever. You know, it's just a really fun mm-hmm. time, and I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think if I gave it like a grade, it would be like a, like a seven. You know, it's like a, it's a seven. You know, okay. Me. All right. Thank you, Gia. Still keeping in mind, this is an Oscar-nominated film. Okay. Uh, is that Jeremy fact? Renner was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Crazy. Good. He Good. lost. Yeah. He lost to Christian Bale for his performance in The Fighter, uh, oh. which I'm sure was fine. Really? Uh, personally, I was livid um, that Sheer Andrew Garfield was not even nominated for his performance in The Social Network. Damn, that was not even nominated. Not even nominated for his performance in the Social Network. This, of course, being the same year that Jesse Eisenberg was nominated but lost to Colin Mm. Firth for the King's Speech, and then Mm. the most egregious decision the Academy has made of the 2010s: King's Speech beats the Social Network for Best Motion Picture. Mm. How dare they? Mm. I can't believe they Uh, did this to us when we were 10 years old. Well, I was a little bit about it then, and I'm a little bit about it now. Were you really right. mad about it then? Yes. I <laughs> wow. watched it live. I don't believe I you. I watched it live. No, you wow. did not. I, I did. I. Do you want to talk to my dad? He was there. <laughs> it, put, he was bring there. Bring him in. Bring him in. Call him up. Tell him to join the he's Discord. It's 8.30. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's awake. Uh, also, the year that Haley Steinfeld from Bumblebee gets nominated for True Grit at the age of, like, 14. Oh, my gosh. Uh, in fact. Um... That could be a fun little bit we do for future episodes. It's kind of just going through each, like, going through a year of the Oscars and just, like, learning about it. Because I feel like you, you see a lot of stuff, you're like, ah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spencer, giving the Noted. audience some insider baseball right now. Noted. Insider yeah, baseball. very noted. Insider baseball. Yeah, you decide if you want to keep it in or not, editor. Yeah, um, yeah, watch it. Watch uh, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, because we have enough uh, money to pay an editor to do this. I'm doing it. I was talking to you, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, but back to this movie. Uh, look, I enjoyed it. Uh, I appreciated uh, very many aspects of it. Uh, I, I I like directing. I feel like Gio started the episode by saying that he likes Ben Affleck's directing, but doesn't love it, and then just gave like a litany of reasons of why he doesn't even like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but uh ben i'm still on your side uh you know i think there's a lot of, a lot of uh, things here that are very well made technically a lot of really strong sequences there's not a single bad performance in this film uh it may be, i think ben effort probably gets outacted by a lot of the very talented cast but it, he wasn't bad there's just a really strong supporting cast mm-hmm. uh and when, when i think about it you know the the pacing is so tight the tension is immaculate there is a ton of detail in the setting uh, even if it was a little overboard at times, it you do feel like you're in Boston. Uh, Austin, uh, my apologies. So, very authentic. Uh, the characters they focus on are very well-developed. So, for me, I give it a solid 7.5 out of 10. I like that. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Damn, we well, did 6.5, 7, and 7.5. That's crazy. Very yes. nice. And then I, I would be remiss if I did not give a shout-out to my girl, Natalie Portman, who won her Oscar that year for Black Swan. All right. Yeah. At least they didn't make it a total mistake of a year. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, if they missed that one, that would have been an issue. Uh, yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Till the next time, I'm Spencer. I'm Aaron. I'm Gio. And this has been the 35mm Polonosity Podcast. 
telling you that everybody deserves a Jeremy Renner in their life. <laughs>